you are invited to the cookout, but we do not grant you the rank of use of the N-word. Does this mean I can't say no, Oh, no. Hey, fuckers. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> coming, at him with, coming at him with a whole new type of energy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hot's a Podcast. I'm Tyler. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just, like, come at them with that energy and pretend you didn't do that. that yes, I some, can. You, you are not going to gaslight our audience like you gaslight our entire friend group for several years of time. <laughs> no, I'm not letting you do this. I'm cutting this right here, right now. Apologize, Tyler. No. Oh, uh, that, You heard that right here, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between and beyond. Right there. Right there. That's what I'm talking about. Th- this is what I'm talking about. I love all of you. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, guys. We, uh, we know it's been another week. Again, another week where Tyler's wife's boyfriend took away his life. Whatever, whatever reason we made up to, as an excuse look, for man, look, 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 it wasn't even an excuse. I'm just chilling out one day. I'm playing my Xbox. My wife's boyfriend comes barging into my room <laughs> my and he's like, boyfriend. give me your fucking laptop. And I'm like, no, you motherfucker. Get your own. You have enough money. You take care of my wife and me. <laughs> and so... He's just like, nah, give me your laptop, and he fucking takes it. So, like, I, I had enough because I was like, I was like, I need to get out of this house. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to run away. That'll show him. Then, uh, you know, a couple days pass. My wife's calling me, and she's like, hey, 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 we need you to come back. And I'm like, nah, fam, I can't do that shit. <laughs> you, What's you your know? wife's name? My wife's name is Terry. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, that oh was my. a genuine excuse joke, isn't obviously. That, is, isn't that our friend's mom's name? No. <laughs> Why would you go there? <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> I am so sorry to that person. You're, you're the one who made, said the name. I just didn't point it out. Like, that was just the minute. first name that came to mind, Malik. <laughs> Why that name, though? Because, I don't know, it's a generic name. <laughs> Oh, man, we're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Coming right out the gate with all this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it needs to say it's been an eventful week for us. Again, we, we had stuff going on. Tyler had whatever that was. Um, I got my uh, I got parts of my house redone. Uh, I got, got new floors, got a new bathroom floor. Got a new yeah, he spent floor. the weekend at my house. Yes, I did. Uh, so I, I, I was privy to all the drama between Tyler and his new wife, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually have a wife named Terry, everybody, everybody out there. I am 100% single and ready to date for anybody out there that wants to hop on this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so this was this was the ploy all along, huh? Using the podcast to get women. Single and ready to mingle. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, this podcast kills all that like i have no <laughs> shot <laughs> could you imagine like when when the when the when covid is officially done with I, i'm getting my final vaccination uh in two days and when we're all vaccinated the bar because I, I pennsylvania is going to be opening up at the end of the month i believe like fully like that's mm-hmm. when like that's when the lifting restrictions and stuff like that so we're gonna walk into the bar 
like, with our swagger, fully vaxxed, like, walked up to the first, like, you know, uh, person of interest of you see, like, first girl you see is going to go, hey, I got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just, like, you're mingling in a bar, and then she's just like, what, what do you do? It's like, oh, you know, I'm a manager at GameStop, which I do not speak on behalf of the company, everybody, but it's like... <laughs> I'm a manager at GameStop, but I also run a podcast. And they're like, oh, cool. What's it called? You tell them the name, and then they go and look it up. And it's like, yeah, this this is over. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. It's like, okay. You just never I'm see a, her again. I'm a big fan of uh, a wrestling YouTube channel called uh, Cultaholic. And uh, one of my one of the person I was on there, Jack the Jobber, actually had a story like that. On he told he told one day where it's like he was at a bar talking to some girl. And he was like, oh, she's like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I work in like... He's like, I work in, like, entertainment. I do, like, content that goes online. And then, and then like, some guy goes, yeah, he does YouTube videos about wrestling on Cultaholic. And she goes, oh, yeah, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I got to go. I want to take a moment out of the podcast here because we're always talking about how we are. How are you guys? Really, that's fascinating. Wow. Tell me more about that. Yes, please. This just feels patronizing. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that was our little segment now. to get you guys involved. We hope that yeah. you spoke along and, you know, you, you know, anybody else in the room with you is like, what the hell is he talking about? Never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like people who listen to this podcast. Well, what do you think our main demographic is of like of the types of people who listen to this podcast? I don't know. According to Facebook, we have more males than females. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> look at that. All the lads out there. So what you're telling me is we've all got the lady a lads <laughs> too. sausage party going on. <laughs> Please the great Franco. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a third. He's He's been running like a part series on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I know. I just watched the third one, one today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so gotta please, gotta please the great Franco. <laughs> <laughs> for for context, that uh, ladies and gentlemen, those in between and beyond, we are talking about a TikToker who does a honestly a really mean and really good like when I say mean, I'd be like it's a mean, a good Seth Rogen impression, and he's come up with a storyline where you've been kidnapped into bringing sacrifice to the great uh, James Franco. By Seth Rogen. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yes, um, it is quite the gripping tale. <laughs> so uh, we had some uh, we had some crazy stuff going on these past couple of weeks. I mean, we had Star Wars Day on Tuesday. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows and loves Star Wars Day, May the Fourth, and we also have Revenge of the Fifth, and I then we had, asked, then we as just... as we were recording today, it's only a six deals in absolutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was. I, I'm sorry. I, I just remember. I accidentally called my dad <laughs> during. The, like, I was. My finger was just on my phone, and like, so, and like, I don't know what hot happened. Uh, <laughs> huh. I'm sorry. One moment. Can we pause real quick? Yeah. And we're back. Yeah. Sorry about that. I had to. Had to take a brief, brief <laughs> moment of yes. hiatus. Sorry. I guess. What, what were we talking about? We were talking about Star Wars Day. Yes, yeah, Star Wars. Also, Day. shout out to Malik's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, big guy, how you doing? <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know if he listens to this. I don't know if I want my dad to listen to this. <laughs> I don't know if I want any of my family to listen to this. Well, I know, um, I know, some of my family out there is listening. That was about to be. No, but uh, back to it. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Day, man. What a what a great what a great day to see like so all the fandom celebrate their love of Star Wars, man. Yeah, May May Fourth is always a good day. 
or for yeah, Star Wars. It's set, it's now, now it's the now it's the week. Cause you got May the fourth, Revenge of the fifth. Uh, Only I a six the, deals in absolutes. Yeah, I am the seventh. <laughs> 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 That's gotta be my favorite. I am the seventh. Yeah, that uh, one's really good. Yeah, not only that, well, we had the premiere of Bad Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch. What a good show. Yeah, what what a what a what a great show. Like again, like, do you want to get into spoiler talk for Bad Batch? Or let's go ahead. and... We're going to drop a spoiler warning. Anybody that hasn't watched Bad Batch yet, go ahead and skip ahead a few minutes. Uh, we could we could put a put a time, but I genuinely don't know how long we're going to be talking about it. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll figure it out as we get along. But uh, yeah, Bad Batch. Uh, it's pretty much just Clone Wars season eight, but like again, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, like again, it follows the Bad Batch, who were introduced in the season seven of Clone Wars, a group of genetically defective clones who are also immune. Well, most of them are immune to Order sixty six. And I wouldn't uh, say immune because their chips still are there. It's just they're. I, I'd say they're immune though, because like their enhancements kind of override it. Yeah, it's literally it's literally having no effect on them. Yeah, like, that's I, true. I'd say they're immune. The other one is Crosshair. Immune. Yeah, Crosshair is a different story. Which even still, it wasn't fully affecting him until they upped it until tarkin went like yo i'll have that and i told you man i told you you'd hate tarkin like even more in this show oh yeah <laughs> i don't I, I genuinely don't have i mean like I, I i never had a reason to hate tarkin at first now i do yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he's just like a clone what? fan that i am he's like oh like why do we need these stupid clones we just conscript soldiers he's like eh, he's out of line but he's right <laughs> the universe needs clones I love the I love the um uh the the uh what's the word um dyna- seeing the dynamic of everyday clone life on Ke- on Camino like I like seeing them their barracks I like seeing the how they're interacting with stuff and also seeing like them in the cafeteria and also clones are jerks to the defective clones you know yeah but i think a lot of that had to do with their with the chips slowly overriding them well no because remember tech go tech goes excuse me trooper and then the google goes don't touch me and then tech goes well that's still the same and then like remember when they're sitting at the table omega comes and he goes wait and tech goes wait you want to sit with us no one wants to sit with us so Uh, like they are they are regularly bullied that's true which is weird because they always treated 99 with respect at least some uh, did. Some of them did. Like, let's go. Like, I'll go all the way back to rookies and Domino Squad. They were also bullied, man. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about it, yeah. Clones are jerks. Yeah, they're still awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're still awesome though. But uh, yeah, I really like that. Again, I don't know why, but that line "sad batch" made me laugh so hard the first time <laughs> I saw it. I don't know why, but like, check it out, boys. It's the sad batch. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Theory about Omega. The uh, the new clone. What's the theory? I was asking, do you have a theory about Omega? Oh no, I just assumed that she was the medic. So <laughs> so my so my current theory is that she's force sensitive. Like the way she came up and talked to Crosshair about what he's gonna do, that kind of like made me go like, hmm, like does she got a little something something going on there? Another theory is that she is that she kind of has all their skills in one. That could be. Yeah, because uh, I can see she, that being more reality than the force mm, sensitive thing. Because if gotcha. they do the force sensitive thing, they just literally stole the story of every single clone fan imaginable since two thousand <laughs> fucking two when they were introduced. Pretty much, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like uh, that's because someone actually someone had a really good like case for that she has all their skills bit because she 
she punches the the thing up she's on that falls from the three guards when they're in the barracks. Um, yeah. She shoots Crosshair's uh, gun out of his mm-hmm. hand. She shows interest in like the tech parts when of the ship when tech is like flying it. And I think the fact that she's trying to mimic Synapse's thing. I mean, I called him Synapse. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Hunter. <laughs> sorry, I was thinking of another character who has a similar power to set to him from Marvel. But, um, but yeah, Hunter. Yeah, uh, I could see yeah. her having all the abilities, or yeah. all of their enhancements, I should say. I'll tell you, there's, I, I'm still very curious, though, because, like, the Kaminoans wanted her to escape. Yeah. From the looks of it, which is a very weird thing, you know? Again, like, the Kaminoans are kind of crappy throughout Clone Wars. Again, because they're like, they know Order 66 is coming. So, like, they're, and they kind of, and they know that they work for Darth Tyrannus against the Republic. So, it's very curious to see, like, where their motivations lie now that the Empire is in power. I like to think the Kaminoans actually legitimately do love their clones, but, like, I think they kind of took them for granted, you know? That like, in sense. the case of, like, fives and top, like, being, like, like not following their protocols and stuff like that, they, like, they, they assume, like, oh, we could just make another one. But, like, as soon as the Empire even showed a semblance of wanting to stop the clone project, they seemed all against it. Because well, not yeah, only is that their source. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, not only is that their source of income, but I think they genuinely do. I mean, that's what they do. They clone. It's, like, one of their most successful things they've ever done, you know? I don't. I don't know if they view them as, if they're attached to them like you know like a mother to a child. Oh yeah, definitely I not emotionally. I th- I think it's more of a yeah, it's more of a wow. Look at this beautiful thing I made. Yeah. How dare you mess up this thing I made? It's like, you know? it's, like it's like a scientist who yes, just invented exactly. something. You know, you become attached to the invention, but you're not like emotionally attached to it. Yeah, uh, another thing. A bunch of characters also show up because uh, I'm a huge. My favorite Jedi is Kanan Jarrus, and Kanan Jarrus shows up in the intro too. Yeah. Uh, I was a little upset because it kind of retcons the events of the comic. But, again, I kind of, like, I'm not someone who lingers that kind of stuff. Like, I was upset at first, but literally as the hours passed, I got over it, you know? Yeah. I don't, like, if, like, if that doesn't, like, you know what? Like, I understand not everyone read the comic, read the comics like I do regularly. And, you know, like it, the visual, the vi- sometimes the visual, like, takes precedence over what is, like, the side stuff, which I completely understand and stuff like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it was just cool to see Kanan, too. Uh, also cool to see Hunter and Crosshair building up that, that tensure's all like, did you shoot the kid? No. I love that line Crosshair says, because Hunter says, the kid fell into the gorge. Then Crosshair says, well, usually when someone falls down, you look down not yeah across not across course. i'm like that's a really cool line uh, that is cool yeah i look crosshair's got that really cool imperial armor now which looks really good again the bad batches armor are all cool unique uh particularly echoes i love echoes got like the uh i don't know what, what do you call it uh, uh the flap the skirt thing that rex and the captains have i guess uh, i guess just a flap yeah yeah, it's really yeah, really good outfits, really cool design. Um, uh, my well, another one of my favorite characters to do canon, Saw Gerrera shows up, and I love they brought the voice actor back and told him, "Hey, do a Forrest Whitaker impression." <laughs> <laughs> that got me so bad because it's the original voice actor from the Clone Wars arc on Onderon, but they just told him, "Hey." Do it, just do it, do a do a do a Forrest Whitaker like voice, because like that's how everyone knows you most of all now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, and like again, Saw Gerrera is one of my favorite characters. I I always dug the whole thing where it's all like, hey, 
let's make a rebel who's not a good guy. Like, Saw Gerrera, if he sees a stormtrooper in a crowded street of civilians, he's going to open fire to get that stormtrooper. Oh, like, yeah. That, and that was such a cool concept. Like, there's a really good bit in Rebels where he kind of, like, causes dissent within the rebellion because he, like, he, he projects himself onto a screen in the on Yavin 4 and tells the rebellion, you're rebels. Fight like rebels. You're not, you let, you let the Empire dictate the war. I take no prisoners. I shoot those who surrender because I want the Empire dead. And they're all, and you know, and it really causes like the rebels to decide do we become monsters like Saul wants or do we stay the good people we think we are and stuff like that? Sagar is a really cool kid. I'm very, I'm really hoping we see more of him down the line. I would love like a Sagar book or even a Sagar, like, you know, a mini show or something, you know? Yeah, I could see them doing something like that. It's, it's very cool to see him, you know, like this taking care of kids. I want to see him turn into that dirty, grimy, messed up terrorist that we saw. I, I don't know if terrorist is the right word. Extremist. Like, there you go. Extremist yeah, an extremist. Right word that, that we saw in Rogue One, you know? I, that 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 crazy, disheveled, like, lies! Deception! Like, in a freaking <laughs> exosuit, you know? I'm, I'm my, very... my, only, my only thing when it comes to Bad Batch is that, like, it's most likely going to be the last little bit of like clone stuff we're going to see for probably a while. Well, we don't know that because Matt Lanter, the voice of Anakin Skywalker from the clone wars said that he does have more roles coming up. Cause he said there was a lot more animated projects coming from Lucasfilm and star Wars. I would love to see more clone stuff. I actually just came up with a story today while I was at work. I was uh-huh. bored and I thought of a story of a clone whose inhibitor chip was a bit defective, kind of in the sense of like top, but, like, instead of activating early, it just didn't activate at all. And he wants to do his best to follow the order of, like, he obviously he's in a battalion and he tries to follow along with his battalion. But after he sees them kill a Jedi, he he decides that, like, he, he basically has that heart-to-heart moment where he's like, we've been working with these Jedi for so long mm-hmm. that I just, I don't want to do it. And then, obviously, his brothers try to betray him. He escapes. And all throughout the show... Like I haven't, I haven't created like an adventure for this clone or anything like that. But all I, all I thought about was like bits and pieces throughout the show. You start to see like him having flashbacks with his battalion, and like having good time. Because if you really think about it, like a clone going through Order sixty six, like if if they were, if they were, if they didn't follow Order sixty six, obviously their clone brothers betray them and then they're like deserted. Or like, I guess the best example would be Captain Rex, mm. like. He didn't go through with Order 66. He has a lot of memories with a lot of his brothers. Like, yeah. I would love to see what's going through his mind. Like, oh, I missed the days when this happened or this happened. Like, see, it's sad. Rebels, you know? ac- Rebels kind of um, Rebels kinds of delves into that with Rex, actually. Because uh, there's a bit where he wakes up. They get captured by a bunch of battle droids that were able to block the shutdown of the mass um, Separatist army. And mm-hmm. Rex wakes up with, like, uh, he wakes up, captured with him, he freaks out. He has, like, pretty much, like, a PTSD, like, breakdown going, like, we're in the Clone Wars again. Like, oh, my God, Cody, where are you? And, like, starts freaking out. Like, and then, like, he realizes oh, he's not there. And he's not, it's not Cody, it's Kane and Ezra. And he kind of, like, gets, like, very sad about it, too. Yeah, that is sad. Because, like, yeah, it's-, it, it's like I just said, you know, having having lived the life that you did as as being only a soldier, you made all these friends and stuff like that with a lot of your battalion. And just to see them all, like, completely 
turn around and change almost. It, it must be it must be really heartbreaking. Yeah, it's 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 gotta be, man. Uh, he talks about Cody some stuff. It also is funny to hear him critique and say what's wrong with the Empire stormtroopers and stuff. Like that, that is funny. Like he's like uh, he. There's a great bit where he puts on a stormtrooper helmet. He's all like, "You can't see anything in this helmet." <laughs> he just throws it and lands the hit. It's like, oh, that's better. There's actually a great bit too where he actually has a debate with an Imperial officer where like the dude goes like, "You were a great captain in the republic. Like in the republic, you helped." instill the empire install the empire why why won't you serve us and rex goes i serve the republic not the empire and so yeah. it's a really good moment yeah. also i just love the idea that they just lived on an old attee out in like a desert planet i know that's like, really cool two other brothers like that was really cool yeah it's a really dope moment i remember like when rex was first announced in the trailer for rebels everyone lost it i believe it, it. Was, yeah, he's such it was, a big was, character yeah it's great see and also it's just cool to know that rex made it to the battle of endor too man yeah yeah, that he he's he got to see the death of the empire. Kind, yeah, he got to see the death of the empire. There's only been two clones that I know lived to the Battle of Endor, and that is, um, Rex. I I I'm not sure about Wolf. I I can't remember what happened with Wolf. Yeah. But I Rex and Cut Laquane we know lived because uh, he's referenced in one of the books that takes place after where they're like, oh, remember old man Cut? He he gave up on the Clone Wars. So pointless it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who actually he might be showing up in Bad Batch tomorrow too. Yeah, he could be. We also know that Fennec will be showing up as well uh, from yep. Book of Boba Fett and Mando season th- uh, th- two. Two. I don't know why I said three. That's also filming right now. They just they just uh, showed some uh, set stuff, uh, or like uh, what was it? Um, what's his name? Oh God, Pedro Pascal. That's his name. He he showed he's on set filming for Mando season three. Oh, nice, nice. Yes, a lot. lot I'm of curious Star Wars. what they're going to do with Mando season three. Like, I feel like I know be... where they're going. It's got to be Mandalore retaking Mandalore. Taken, yeah. yeah, retaking Mandalore. Which, which I thought maybe what they were building up to with Ahsoka and everything that maybe Thrawn took over Mandalore, but no, nah, it's got to be like Thrawn is coming to. Uh, I don't know. Thr- so like how the so it's really weird with like what how how Thrawn's coming in because. After the Battle of Endor, it's actually touched upon in the Aftermath books and there are several other, there is the big bulk of the Imperial Army that is led by Ray Sloan. Yeah. And that is defeated at Jakku. And what's left of the Empire is like pretty much like what you get is like moths like Moff Gideon become basically warlords and run their own separate little factions of the Empire. That's really cool. Lo- and that was what Moff Gideon was doing, why you saw the stormtroopers living in the dirty, mucky, like, building stuff like that. So yeah. I'm curious, is Thrawn going to have his own separate division of that, like that? Or or is he trying to unite the Moffs who are trying to live out their days as warlords and stuff, you know? He could be. It could go yeah. either way, honestly. My thing is that with Mando Season 3, it's going to be... I feel like they may drop a little bit in viewers just because there are people out there that were only watching for Grogu, you know? Mm, that That is fair. And with him being gone, they're probably not going to be interested in retaking Mandalore or anything like that. That is that that is fair. Like, I don't know, man. I feel maybe like them seeing Grogu, they go, "Wow, I'm actually really into these characters and wherever it's going." You know, like that yeah. being like I, again, like I, I'm I'm very curious what they've got planned for Grogu in general. Because there's no way that that's the last we've seen of Grogu. Mm-hmm. He like he's too popular of a character. Um, I'm like I, I do you, like be honest. Do you think do you think Grogu died at Luke's temple in in the events before where uh, there, there's a where, possibility where but i i don't know if he's it depends on how much training he's gotten from luke yeah because uh that's what because so um the mando season three 
takes place nine years after the Battle of Yavin, so it's four years. It's it's roughly about like four or five years after the Battle of Endor, and then we fast forward. I think it's about another like ten to twenty years when Ben destroys the temple. So Grogu will be a mm-hmm. Grogu will still technically be a kid, I think, but he will be about like seventy or eighty. Yeah. I don't know the 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 thing with Yoda's race is really weird in terms of time in terms of yeah age. I'm I'm not sure because Yoda's like what, for all nine, we know nine, he could be yeah. a fucking teenager yeah <laughs> that's the thing he's able to communicate like mind wise and stuff like that we just we don't know <laughs> we'll have to wait and see <laughs> yeah that's why I'm hoping they would make a Luke Skywalker show or something like that I'm trying to think where else he could show. he could show up in the Ahsoka show honestly. he could yeah that so is a possibility whatever, whatever Ahsoka's up to. I'm uh, hoping, what I'm hoping for, I mean, they're probably going to keep it to only the games. It would have been cool to see maybe Cal Kestis get something, see, you know? Yeah, it would have been cool, but I think, because uh, we know Fallen Order 2 is happening. Yeah, and, so we'll uh, just, uh, uh, he'll probably just be strictly games, which is fine, you know? The games are still doing a great job of telling the story. I think what the pro- plan with, Ka- so apparently, like, the rumor plan with Cal Fallen Order 2 is Darth Maul will show up there, yeah. and that'll pay off the solo scene where Maul is still in charge of the criminal empires, and he tells Kira, don't come to me on Dathomir, and stuff like that. Makes and sense. And we can see how did Maul's, like, criminal empire falls. I was talking to someone, and they are convinced that the reason Maul lost his empire is because of Vader, which would be cool to see, like, a Vader-Maul fight, you know? The final apprentice of Palpatine and the la- and the first apprentice of Palpatine. That'd be really that would cool be pretty thing. cool. And it's just a it- matter of making it up. You know how the how's the fight going to go? Who's going to take yeah. the upper hand? And how's Maul going to escape? The reason because <laughs> of that is because uh, Rebels actually shows like Maul. Like when Vader comes to face Ahsoka, Maul is there. And when Maul sees like get, finds out that Vader is there, Maul is kind of in a sense scared shitless <laughs> and like immediately tries to run away. I can believe it. You're standing face to face with a really young, angered Darth Vader. Like yeah. that is prime Vader. That is that that that's one thing that amazed me that Rebels did. They thought, "Hey, we're gonna bring in Darth Vader." I'm like, "What? Wait, what?" And he like literally like just bodies ever. Like he literally like they stood the the main characters just immediately get beaten. Like no effort by yeah. Vader whatsoever. I believe it. That's it's the thing. I, I want more of Prime Vader content, which is why I'm glad we have the Vader show in the works. Yes. Apparently. Um, oh, I didn't even really hear about the Vader show in the works. I heard that there may be a Vader show. I mean, it would it, probably go off of how well the Obi-Wan series does mm. with Hayden Christensen coming back. I remember there being a rumor of a Vader show. It might not be actually confirmed. I think um, I think what happened was much how, like, originally there was going to be a Boba Fett movie, but the Boba Fett movie turned into The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened with Rogue One, that it was originally supposed to be a Vader movie, and then it got turned into Rogue One. That might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because I remember Actually, that, no, was... it was right around the time that Obi-Wan finally got confirmed that there were talks it... of a Vader show. It, I mean, it's all in talking, and it's a rumor, so, like... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go ahead and say it's in the works, even though I just did. I take that back. But, you know, I could see them doing something. It depends It depends on how successful again, Obi-Wan again, does, you know. Again, we got what? Four. We got five movies that we don't know what they are, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it honestly, it could be. Imagine uh, trying to think Kevin Feige making the Darth Vader movie. <laughs> <laughs> after seeing how like he handled thanos and everything yeah well with the movies though they're like done with the skywalker saga entirely so it's like 
I don't know like, if they're really even going to touch I don't on Vader. Done, I mean, they well, might, again, because he is a crucial part to Star Wars as a universe. Like, again, I wouldn't say Rogue One is like a Skywalker saga movie, but, you know, it still has Vader as a part of it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, they can always tell like, a, diff- a different perspective of it. And again, if you're very itching for, like, prime content Vader, I can give you my comic because I feel like you'd really enjoy the Darth Vader comic. It, it, I know, but I want to, like I, I, like, I know a lot of prime Vader through the comics, but, like, I, I just want to see it on a screen, mm. you know? I want to see I an gotcha. actor perform this shit, and I want to see, like, holy fuck. Well, you're like, getting Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah. And with yeah. him coming back, I can see some possibilities. I'm 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 happy he's he's coming back, man. Because like again, like the, like I, the, say what you want about the prequels. Like, again, I respect what what like the world building and all that stuff. It's just uh, I I just feel bad what the actors had to go through with the fandom at the time. So yeah. I'm happy a lot of them are doing very. The guy the the actor who played Jar Jar Binks is whole is hosting a very wholesome, very fun kids Jedi training show where kids do like it's like a Legend of the Hidden Temple but with like Jedi training and it's really cute and really cool. I know what Hayden Christensen's coming back and redoing uh, his stuff with as vader to more morrison coming back and being an awesome boba fett you know it's it's just, it's dope yeah and yeah. and like the thing is is like with the shit that they were getting in the prequels it's uh, that's kind of what a lot of the newer actors are getting now in the sequels yeah man, yeah, man. it's just it's it's a cycle again i maintain star wars fans are are, are awful they're yeah. the worst part about star wars but uh, moving on i think moving on to like a different topic we should probably move on to another thing in the same wheelhouse but uh since like since disney owns everything we love uh marvel <laughs> dropped their uh their new trailer of everything coming up with them it's like oh boy <laughs> yeah i know that's gonna be crazy. that's a lot of content uh i think what's next up is uh loki Loki's actually coming up soon, and that's gonna be and that's and that's gonna come out on Wednesdays now. I think that's next month. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that'll Loki. be exciting to see. I still gotta watch the last couple episodes of Falcon oh, and Winter so, Soldier. It's so good, man. You're on. I know what episode you're on, and let's say like, I know you've been like kind of like weird on like how on like the pacing of the show. That episode you're on, it's about to happen. This is where it picks up. Like this. Yeah, is where it'll it's probably. Like, honestly, oh, I'm assuming oh. you'll change my mind. See, I, see, a, a cool thing about Falcon Winter Soldier is the character of John Walker. The actor is so good in the role, Wyatt Russell, the son of Kurt Russell. And f- people mistake John Walker as being an alt-right MAGA cop wearing, like, bigot. He's yeah. not. He's just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's just stupid. He's not a, He's not a horrible person in that sense. He's... He's definitely a complicated character. Don't get me wrong. It's still fun to make jokes about his punchable ass face. But, like, he's not the alt-right monster people make him out to be, you know? Mm. He's wrong in different ways, and he's bad because of different ways. But he's not, like, a he's not a get-off-my-lawn black person type of guy, you know? Yeah, which I get I, that. Which, which I see a lot of people are kind of, like, falling in that trap where it's like, that that John Walker is an alt right idol. He's not. Uh, he can definitely be idolized by those who are alt right, but he himself is not an alt right like you know like a maniac like that. Like they're like people are making him out to be. Uh, again, he's he's not in the right in this show though for a lot of other more complicated reasons, which we will discuss when you get further in the show. But yeah. um, yeah, the world building on that man incorporating. I you I you you saw Isaiah Bradley right? Uh, who is that yeah. again? The black super soldier. Yeah. 
yeah, like that is in that is that is insane. Like that, you set up a lot. Therefore, you just set up Patriot. You just set up yep. the fact that the government was doing other super soldier stuff. It's it's insane. You know, it's like he's like he like you have he's like why he has that line where it's like why like you're a super soldier. Why why didn't they treat you the same way? It's like do I have the blonde hair and blue eyes of Steve Rogers? It's like damn <laughs> it's like yikes like again i'll say like black uh black panther and falcon Winter soldier the only mcu properties to ever make me like shed a tear man because it just like it, it hits really close to home yeah yeah uh what what else uh we got we had the miss marvel suit leak and her suit looks absolutely astonishing oh my god her suit it's, looks awesome it it's literally like perfect. It's just the comic come to life. Yeah. And uh, for me, like seeing the suit was cool. What really like made my heart like swell and really like made me like just genuinely just like filled with pure joy was just seeing all these young Pakistani and like different is and 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 young girls of Islamic descent just absolutely lose their minds and be so excited. Yeah, so I happy. mean they're finally getting the representation that they <laughs> deserve. Like, yeah, and that's what it's all about, man. It just exactly. Makes me, it just makes you so happy. I love seeing Shang Chi and all the eight, the young Asian like yep. kids and stuff like losing their mind. Like it's all that's what it's all a fucking about, man. Shang Chi looks fucking insane, by the way. Oh my god. Yeah, that movie does look pretty good. I had my, I had my, I wasn't really too interested at first, but after watching that trailer, I'm definitely down for it. It's so like it looks because it, it's so like drastically different from anything we've seen yeah it's more of a kung fu movie than anything yeah and like wow marvel really got us with a spy thriller of black widow a mm-hmm. kung fu movie with shang chi yep. a horror movie with doctor strange the multiverse of madness which yep. just began filming by the way and uh what else is coming a loves a romance um, a space romance film with thor love and thunder which is also filming right now <laughs> Yeah, because that's what Taika Waititi said that that movie is going to be more of a romance film. That's good. Yeah, I'm I'm very very excited uh, for everything coming up Marvel again. That's the we got uh, Moon Knight also just began filming too. I know, which like I can't look, wait from Moon Knight. Looking at the suits that we have seen throughout Phase Four, can you imagine what Moon Knight suits going to look like? Then? Oh my god, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like how they've handled everyone's suits so far. Be I I feel like you've seen the leak of the suit at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? What's that? Have you seen the leak of the suit at the? Well, have you seen the suit that's at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, Sam's Captain America suit, yep. and that like Hawkeye even is getting a proper comic accurate suit. It's like, oh wow, they're really gonna go hard on Moon Knight. And they showed uh, uh Oscar Isaac was actually practicing like uh, actual like knife fights too <laughs> to get <laughs> Moon Knight just right. I'm like, yo, they really going in like. Uh, uh, I'm excited uh, again, and that's we haven't even barely scratched the surface. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which I guess I'm gonna cry at that one too. Captain Marvel two is now the Marvels, which will feature uh, Monica Rambo from uh, WandaVision, Cap Carol Danvers, and Miss Marvel. Uh, well, uh, people are also theorizing that maybe the Inhumans will be a deal with that. I'm like, Whoa. that could be interesting. Uh, <laughs> like, I'll be very excited. I uh, um, I wanted to point out because a friend of ours in another in a group chat that I've been on Facebook with uh with another another one of our friends posted a meme uh earlier today and it said MCU fans right now. And it was like I don't even know who Moon Knight is. What the fuck does that even mean, Moon Knight? Mm-hmm. That this is MCU fans next year. As far back as I can remember, I've always been a Moon Knight fan. <laughs> and I got to say the accuracy of that meme is just it's so true. Like Oh, it's and it's going to be I wanna, so I bad when it, it comes out. I know. I want to put it out there to people. It's okay to not know this stuff. 
Oh, yeah. Like, that's you know? completely fine. I feel like a lot of people will do that because they, they feel pressured to almost seem like they're supposed to know. It's okay not to know this stuff that comes out. I, I, I can admit 100%. I know nothing about the Eternals. I don't know that much about Miss Marvel. You could still get hyped for things and not know what they are and then just pick up from, and if you get interested, you know, pick up from there. You don't, learn about that character. Don't be intimidated by the fact that I gush about all these because I have no life and spend money on stupid little booklets of paper that have colorful pictures of heroes. Like, that does not make me better <laughs> than you in any way. The <laughs> same thing goes for DC or Star Wars. Like, yeah. these products are literal decades of worth of stuff. You're not going to know everything, every single minute detail about it. What in the fuck is a Revan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just lost 80% of our viewers. They're, gonna, they're storming my door now, Tyler. <laughs> we lost. That's the thing that I just wanted to put out there. You know, we, we've all been guilty of it. I, I, I've done it once or twice, Um, you know, years prior. Just... You don't have to pretend that you've known this character for so long. You can you can just pick it up, watch the movie, whatever, TV show, whatever, and then get into it that way. It's totally okay. Another thing, don't fucking gatekeep. Let people just like things. Yeah, exactly. You are not, you are not better because you know these things. Some people, some people feel pressured to act like they know this certain product or character because of the fact that there are gatekeepers out there that feel like they, they have the fucking high ground on them. Like, ooh, you know about this character. Ooh. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. A lot of video game releases coming out, too. Yeah, I know. Resident Evil 8 tomorrow. So I I'm so very... stoked for Resident Evil 8. I, I, just, very... I just watched an entire lore video on Resident Evil, and now I know everything that happened. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> Dude, it was, like, it was like that for me with Cyberpunk, but I actually heard a little pretty interesting tidbit about Resident Evil 7. So what happened with Resident Evil 7 was they looked at the player reviews, and they were like, a lot of players said uh, that Resident Evil 7 was way too scary. So they didn't finish the game. So the people who made Resident Evil 8 were like, okay, here's what we'll do. We have to, in a sense, not literally, but we have to tone it down a bit mm -hmm. so people will actually play through the game. Because at first they were like, oh, you're too scared to play the game? That's a huge compliment. Wait, we want you to finish the game now and buy the DLCs. <laughs> so like, crap, we are in a, we're in a gray area. So what they did was... They've spaced out the the huge scares. They've made it. They've made it so there's more like respite and like times of rest and stuff to make it still feel like you know that like oh like you don't you're not being scared twenty four seven. We're not attacking you twenty four seven. But still like it's still a horror game, you know. So like yeah. they have the really intense scares and they'll have like more of a longer bit of like all right here's like a rest or what more like normal gameplay and stuff like that. We we've stressed upon this before in previous episodes. It doesn't, it, it takes a lot to scare me. I don't get scared easily. I mean, like, aside from, like, the sudden, like, jump scare, like, you're walking mm. down the hallway, you turn left or something, and somebody's there, and you're just like, oh, you know? Like, uh. that can happen to anybody. But, like, in, in the terms of, like, if I know I'm going into a scary game or a scary movie, it's not going to scare me because gotcha. it's, like, you know, it, it just doesn't seem that scary to me. Oh, yeah? Boom! Is that scary? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is with that is that I play Resident Evil games to get scared, and it, it like, it has scared me on multiple occasions. Like, I played Resident Evil 2, 
and I had moments where like things jump out at me or like, I think one of my favorites was, um, I was playing and I, I saw this. <laughs> so I see this dog and, uh, like the, they had the zombie dogs come out and one of them was trying to get through the cage and I'm like, ha ha, you're in a cage and it starts fucking climbing. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, so I got out of there and then I go through this one room and one dog just barges through a door and I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, it really I scared see, I, the hell out of me. I didn't finish Resident Evil Seven because like it generally spiked my anxiety too much. Like, it's a great game. Couldn't finish it for the life of me though, because again, like it just got me too much. Just, see, I'm fine with horror movies. Something about horror games sometimes just get me sometimes, man. Yeah, and it's so weird. Like certain games, like Resident Evil Seven, they're really well done. Like that, just get me. You know, I'm like, oh god. That's uh, funny enough too. I it was is actually, pretty hectic. Even just seeing the gameplay, I was like, that is fucking terrifying. Like, I kind of want to just like suck it up and fucking play the VR mode, but I can't oh. because my Quest Two oh. doesn't support it. Oh my god, like me, like it was bad enough deal with me, like the me of the first boss, like oh my god, like the big dude, like who, the big, the big like country dude, uh, Jack, I think his name is, he's already scared of, like, I was just Yeah, Jack walking. Baker. I was just walking to the house, dude just busted along, what's up, you wasting your time, boy, like, <laughs> oh my god, I have a fun, so I was playing Black Ops Cold War, also, really fun game, like, very different from Call of Duty, I've really enjoyed Cold War so far, because yeah, it's it has very, been fun. like, it's very super spy, as opposed to army, army freak, you know, yeah, like, I feel like a super secret spy doing this shit, man, because that's and, what and, the Black Ops are, and uh, I was having a really good time, because I got to the part where you have to infiltrate the dude's house, and and he got the guy goes don't be spotted by his wife and or him and get the briefcase <laughs> like all right bet I got this load up the tranquilizer dart I went in I found the wife on the phone I was like all right she's in my way I'm gonna take care of this pew and like tranked her put her on the couch put a pillow under I'm like yeah mission solved let's do this <laughs> all of a sudden upstairs I hear mama where are you I was like, oh no no oh no, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what do I do? Like, and I immediately <laughs> hit. Like, oh, like it's really it's terrible. Real, it's a very fun. It's a very fun game. I feel like Black Ops Cold War kind of forgot their demographic because there's a lot of like code breaking and puzzle solving and moral quandaries and stuff like that. Like, you you find an informant and you can either like silence him or rescue him. And I'm yeah. like, you do know that most of your demographic is all like young dudes or 12 year olds chugging Mountain Dudes saying shoot the foreigner, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you like, I don't think they really get the whole like solve the puzzle and like Cold War crack. Also, no. It was funny as shit when Cold War first got its trailer, and my friend who doesn't really play Call of Duty messaged me, Malik, why is um, Call of Duty making Ronald Reagan like a good guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fun fact, you know, you know who's in that game as a Ooh. government, like, as a government, like, agent and, like, your superior? Who? Creed Bratton. <laughs> really? Creed Brand's in the game. I heard, I heard, I was listening. I'm like, I heard, like, why does that voice sound so familiar? <laughs> I beat it. And I'm like, that's Creed Bratton. That's insane. It's, it's, and it's, and it's like, and it's so crazy. His voice is going, yeah, you got stunts of targets, you know? We don't want no, we don't want no, like, me, like, messing, messing this up, right? <laughs> we got to get the mission objective done. I'm like, so this is like, this is canon of the office. This is to me, like, this is now, like, Call of Duty is now officially the same, like, canon as the office it's what Craig like, bratton was doing in the 80s yes yes this is what he was doing in the 80s and then he eventually like had to like leave and like he got into like the and he's like i need to undercover so now he's working at he now he's working at the uh the office well, then why would the, why would he get arrested at the end of the show 
Some because he's because in the game right now they're 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 kind of showing they they've alluded that he's doing some shady stuff. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. He did. He, he, it's Creed. Who knows what war crimes he committed? Yeah, that's true. It's Creed and also Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, because they do tackle Vietnam in that game too. So it's like, yeah, he did some nom. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's random, but like, what's your favorite Creed Pratt scene from The Office? That's a tough one. Because so- oh oh, it's the it's the <laughs> one when they have when they're trying to set goal a New Year's resolution and fucking. <laughs> Aaron does the cartwheel, and she's like, I did it. He just goes, oh, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what's another good one? Oh, there's, there's another good one. Um, Oh, yeah, I've, I've had sex with – I had a lot of sex in the 60s. You in know? the 60s, had, I've had sex with yeah, lots that of line. women. And it's always possible yeah, that a man slipped in, in, but it, nobody would know. No, it's impossible <laughs> to tell. <laughs> I love when he's uh, when they're in the restaurant. He's like, "I ran cigarettes out of here. Who for who? Like, I don't know. I could I never do their name." He like crack cracks open the one booth and finds an old box of cigarettes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh my god! No, when they call the cops on Toby, and like, we find out there's drugs here, and then Creed just starts like, "Oh, oh, oh no." Oh no! <laughs> so it's like looking panic because just pretend like we're still talking to each other. All right. <laughs> all right. There's uh, also the there's also the scene where he's just like when Jim comes back after being in Connecticut and he's just like, so what I miss? He's like, oh man, crazy stuff. Uh, what, what does he say? He was like, uh, or he's like, where's Oscar? He's like, oh man, you didn't hear? Head got cut off, swept under <laughs> a truck, completely decapitated. And then Jim goes, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Jim. It was like Ryan or something. I, I forget who it was. He's like, I'm pretty sure that's not real. And he just turns to him and goes, you're not, you're real, not man. real, man. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that was um, that was Jim who said that to him. Like, oh, yeah, that was when Oscar real, came back. Yeah, like, you're not real, man. Wait, was also, it when Oscar came back? I don't think. We'll, we'll binge the office again and figure it out. I, also I don't love- remember. There's another great one where I'm, I'm a like- fake fan, even though I watch it once a year for the past five years. What's the one bit where it's all like, give it up, he's dead, he's dead, stuck on the barrel of a shotgun, and then he goes, how do you send a text? What's a text? <laughs> I you wish, ever, I you wish... ever pause and read uh, Creed thoughts? Re- yeah, read the Creed thoughts. I, 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 I feel like I've done it once, but I forgot them. Oh my god, it's just a bunch of fucking random nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> like He starts talking about his day or something like that, and he's like... Like that's why I had the temp set up this blog, this blog or whatever. And then he's just like, I saw a car the other day. It reminded me of this car that I had. <laughs> <laughs> there's another. There's two really iconic scenes we're forgetting. The first one I feel like we're gonna bring up is the Halloween one, where he comes in covered in blood. He's like it's Halloween. Yeah, it's really good timing. <laughs> it's like it's really good timing. <laughs> and then the the last one I think it's got that. You no, know, that's my favorite Creed one. That one right here where he goes, uh, "Excuse me, sir." There has been a murder, and you are a suspect. All right, let me just go get my stuff from my car. Just fucking book <laughs> <laughs> in the car, takes off like. Like, it would be fun if we just didn't see Creed for the rest of that season. Yeah, I know, right? And that could have been a good, like, long-running joke. Yeah, that would have been great. Another thing that I like is when I'm uh. <laughs> When he go, when they're talking about like so you're talking to Santa and like oh it's a lump of coal what have you been naughty well you get a lump of coal okay what have you been like not really naughty but more so like evil okay Creed lump of coal <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a Vietnam joke that they did with Creed didn't they I think 
He's like he goes to those like committed some atrocities in Vietnam last year, <laughs> like something like that. I don't remember that. He has a Vietnam. I got. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. That's another. That's another great one where um uh, he um nobody steals from Creed Bratton. Last person to steal from Creed Bratton name was Creed Bratton. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, fi- I'll fi- We'll figure it out later. But I know he has a line about Vietnam. I just can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember him having one. He does. I'll, I'll we'll look it up. Oh, God. How can we forget Scuba? <laughs> My <laughs> Scuba, what's this all been about? What's this all been about? <laughs> I just love the idea that that man was in military power in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. <laughs> that I man just, remember, you just reminded me of a fucking line from Boy Meets World Season 1 when they're just like, they're, they want to sign up for Scuba class. And then uh, Mr. Phoenix just like, uh, who can tell me the acronym for Scuba? Or for, uh, scuba? And then he's just like, Sean, why don't you take a guess? You've been quiet for this whole year. And he's just like, do, or no, he says, he points at Corey. And he's just like, what's the acronym for scuba, Mr. Matthews? And he's just like, Duba? Duba. <laughs> he's just like, scuba, scuba Duba. Duba. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the, I think we were asking for the Boy, Boy Meets World line. I got you by your ovaries. <laughs> that, I like that episode because he, uh, he, he's the scuba instructor. They think they get away from Feeney, but he's the scuba instructor. So they're yeah. just like, oh, my God. And he starts telling him how he's, he's like trying to teach him what to do uh, to share a breathing apparatus. And he goes, you take you inhale and you just go. And then he, he pulls it out and he puts it over to like the air next to him just to symbolize another person. And he just goes. Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> <laughs> he does it like twice. That's great. Oh, God. <laughs> Trying to think, what what else? I'm trying to think what 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 what's what else is going on? Okay, so here we go with this. We have now had to pause this podcast. You don't know this listener, but we have now had to pause production of this podcast twice because of Domino's Pizza's incompetence. It's that's what it is. <laughs> it is ineptitude and incompetence. You are the bottom of the barrel, Domino's. Okay, so this is this has been building up. So my family is hungry. We want food. We order Domino's. Domino's gives a notification, hello, your food is here. And we go, guess what, Tyler? There's no food outside. (laughs) There's no food outside. So why are we told the food's here and there's no food outside? All right, whatever, whatever. You know, that, 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 you know, it it happens. We come back. Not only that, we, now, after that, the doorbell starts ringing. Ding, 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 ding. Like, okay, I guess that's Domino's then. Goes, they're gone, left the pizza at the door. I'm like, all right, what, what, you know what, Domino's? We're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Your pizza tastes like the box it comes in. Your pizza is inadequate. It's with inadequate. I'd rather eat Little Caesars every day oh, than God. the shit you call pizza. That's a Domino's. horrible substitute. I, I honestly, I think Little Caesars is better than Domino's. <laughs> I get, I yeah. I Dom- it's something that. about Domino's they put, like garlic on their crust. It's pretty fucking gross. It's like I, I, Dom- I like garlic, but for some reason theirs on their crust sucks. Yeah, Domino's crust in general just sucks, man. I don't, yeah, I don't know what they it. did. It just, just rubs me the wrong way. I, I'm a. I like Papa John's. If I had to pick like actual chain, I love the I love the local pizzas. More than like the chains, but if I had Fair to pick enough. a chain, it would probably be P- it would probably be Papa John's. I like Papa John's too, but also like I like Papa John's because they give me that they they stop now, but that that stuffed crust. I know. I like I love stuffed crust pizza, but Pizza Hut makes me sick to my stomach. So like, it's just it's so greasy. I haven't had Pizza Hut in years too. God, Pizza Hut just like it used to like make me sick. 
Like I, I feel I feel regret after eating it. Like why the <laughs> fuck did I just like drink an entire glass of grease? You know what I love <laughs> eating, but what all <laughs> Jesus Christ? That but imagery. Yeah, I love, oh God! I love no, their stuffed crust. Up. I love their stuffed crust pizza though. So like I would kind of put up with it for the stuffed crust pizza. Now Papa John's has it, and I'm all about it. Moving away from Pop, well, Papa John's actually just stopped doing stuffed crust too. Oh, sorry, it was a limited time thing. I didn't even but, get uh, the chance to eat it too. Oh, you should, that's why you should have came watch WrestleMania with us over at our friends because uh, I ordered Papa John's and I yeah. and I got stuffed crust. Damn. Missed opportunity. That's um, all right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we uh, ordered. Um, I see. I have a thing that I put up with food wise was uh, Popeyes because I love their spicy tenders. It's just every time I eat their spicy tenders, me and the toilet get real intimate. <laughs> we got well acquainted for a while, and it was so frustrating because I loved those spicy tenders. They were they were so good. I haven't eaten them in a while, but every time I ate them, it was just like I was on the toilet forever. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> awful. I, I'm like, my, is it worth it? Is it worth it? That's yes, like, no, that's like me with Burger King. Like, I'll eat really? a Burger King burger because it's good, but then the aftertaste it just lingers in your mouth, and it feels like you're just tasting the grill the entire time. It's fucking gross. You know what I had that problem with recently, and I, and I haven't ordered from them since ever again? Checkers. Really? I ordered Checkers, and literally all their food, their fries, everything fried from them had the same aftertaste. I'm like... Why does it all taste Ew. like it has that weird, like, minty taste? The fries, the something, the chicken. Like, what the hell is going on here? And then someone told me, oh, yeah, it's because Checkers fries all their stuff in the same thing and barely wash it out. Oh, like, that's fucking huh, gross. Huh, huh. Like, I know don't they make, they do, like, a funnel cake or, like, something like that. And, like, fry someone said, yeah. super important. Huh? I said fry maintenance is super important for this exact reason. Yeah, they do like they. I think they make like a cake or something like funnel cake in a fryer. And someone told me, yeah, they make all their stuff like the fries in the same fryer as that. And I'm like, oh, that's why I all had that sweet taste. When you taste a fry, you don't want to taste a French fry. You don't want to taste like something like sweet. You know, that's why. That's why I just felt so off because everything just tasted that weird sweet. And I'm like, this is mm-hmm. not right. And I was found out, oh, because they all fried in the same thing as their like cake fryer. Grody, you just totally made me think of this. I, I remember back when I was working at Jake's, we. And they did. They did this at Acme too when I worked in their deli too. But um, we we do what's called a boil out. Exposed. <laughs> no, Acme. we do what's called boil boil out. It's how you clean the fryers. Um, essentially, and what you would do at Jake's is, and the same thing with Acme too. What you do when you're boiling out a fryer is you drain the oil from it completely. Um, you get rid of that old oil because it's old and it's like dark brown when it should be like a nice golden brown. You know. It's a really dark brown. It's disgusting. It's got like fry bits and shit. I'm I'm trailing off here, but um, basically what you would do is yeah, it's really nasty. So you drain out all the fry oil, and then you would essentially from there you put in uh, hot water, and you would heat the fryer up to a certain temperature, and then you put your cleaner inside the water, and it would basically boil out all the gross shit inside of the fryer. Thus cleaning it, essentially. Um, The one day I was doing the boil out and I was working with this girl that I was crushing on at the time. And (laughs) fucking. Is it who I think it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm boiling. I'm boiling out uh, the That's fryer. That's a little thing for us, the only audience. You don't. Yeah, know. we're not gonna <laughs> drop names. 
<laughs> so I'm boiling out the fryer. I, I go to, I, I dump out all the excess oil. I go to pick up one. Uh, we used uh, like big metal buckets, essentially like big, almost like cooking pots, but we didn't actually use them for cooking. It was just mainly for dumping out oil. And I go to pick it up and I put it on top of the fryer and she comes out and she talks to me about something and it just starts tipping over and my natural instinct and the oil's not hot or anything like that. So don't think that like, you know, this hurt me in any sort of way. I, my first instinct is I'm going to catch this bucket. I catch the bucket and just oil splashes all over me like my lower half of my stomach my pants are completely soaked it's into my underwear just oil (laughs) i'm like i'm like oh my fuck me and her start laughing and i'm like oh 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 oh." (laughs) i got oil on me you know so like i had to call my dad because i was living with him at the time and i'm like dad i need you to do me a favor he goes what i was like i I have oil all over my clothes. I need you to go into my drawer, get me a new uniform. And he was just like, he te- he's on the phone with me and he's like, do you need underwear too? And I'm like, you know, the girl I was crushing on is like right there. So I'm just like, I, I, I like kind of did like an eye, like look to the left, look to the right. And then I just kind of sneak into the phone a little bit. And I'm just like, yes, I need underwear. <laughs> Um, and then I, I get off the phone and she starts laughing and I'm like, what? And she's like, I heard you with that underwear comment. I was like, I, it's, it's on my underwear. It's everywhere. It's in my everywhere. That was a pain in the ass to get out because it was just oil all over my clothes and shit. I ended up tossing that, uh, that entire uniform just because I couldn't fucking, there was Jesus. no salvaging it. Jesus Christ. I'm trying to think like, what was like, you see, I, I'll never ask my parents to go. If they get something out of my room, like I'll suffer. Cause like. I, I I'm not that I have anything incriminating, but like I don't want my parents going through my stuff. <laughs> yeah, know? but I ain't working it. That was that was before my shift even started. Like we were opening uh, at that point. So like the boil out, I, I had to come in early to do the boil out. I do the I you know I finished that all up, and I would have been working my entire shift with oil all over me. Imagine if it was hot too. That would have been a different story. If it was hot, that would that would have been oh, bad. No. Very bad. <laughs> Because, like, thankfully, when doing a boil out, you don't have to worry about that. You just, you know, come in before you you come in before uh, you open and do it that way. And the fryer's been off all night. So, but yeah, had it been hot, that would have been very bad. That's what we, that's Tyler's super. You know what you would have looked like? You ever seen the campaign? Yeah. Remember when uh, Zach Alphanakis' character takes off his clothes to show his, like, scar? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Like, it was the worst playground incident ever they ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. What under it? I like the campaign. A lot of people didn't like the campaign. I thought that movie was funny as shit. That movie was funny. I like the I like when Will Smith steals the oh I said Will Smith oh my God oh no oh no <laughs> Will Ferrell steals the the police car and just goes whoa I feel powerful <laughs> that's good that when he he freaking bangs out Galifianakis's wife to like and she and she's like fantasizing about Drew Carey from Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> One of the uh, one of my favorite Will, uh, Will Will you got me doing it now too. Oh, one of no. my favorite Will Ferrell moments is from Eastbound and Down, and it wasn't even it. yeah, plums. it wasn't even the actual scene. It's a deleted scene because they could not stop laughing. Go look it up, everybody. <laughs> it's a scene from Eastbound and Down, deleted scene when Will Ferrell's talking about how like um, how he could feel the tensity between uh, 
Danny McBride's character and Craig Robinson's character. And he's like, I can feel it. I can feel it all the way down to my plums. <laughs> nice, ripe, juicy, ready for the picking. And Craig Robinson just starts fucking dying. And he just can't stop laughing because he's doing it so well. It's so good. <laughs> you actually made me just watch, uh, I don't think Will Ferrell's in it, but that reminds me of Craig Robinson is in it. You actually just had me watch uh, Walk Hard with Dewey Cox story, and yes. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. That movie is, like, peak comedy for me. The, 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 my favorite bit remains the Elvis Bailo. <laughs> Look out, man. Look out. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is he That movie's about? just comedy gold. Oh, my God. There's not a single scene in that movie that doesn't get me dying. <laughs> I don't we're care how many times with... I've seen it too. It just gets me every fucking time. We're gonna play. We're gonna play with machetes. Like what? <laughs> oh, Paul, don't, don't. You better stop yourself before you say something that you're gonna regret. Like what? The wrong, the kid, wrong kid died. died. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's my? What, what, I'm trying to think. What is? My, I don't know if I have a favorite comedy of all time. That is definitely mine. I'm trying to think out of all the comedies I've seen, which ones have like really like stuck with me and resonated with me and like just continuously like just made me laugh. I'm like, what did I grow up with? Cause I didn't really grow up with the big comics. Again, you know, I've never seen super bad. Yeah. I've never seen step brothers. Yeah. I've never seen, uh, um, pineapple express. So like all the great comedies, the Judd out Apatow there, classics. Yeah. I've all the great comedies out there. I've never seen, uh, I liked. Uh, I've heard good things. I want to watch. I heard it's good. It's called "I Love You, Philip Morris." It has Jim Carrey and Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor in it. It's uh, about like yeah. two guys. I've heard it's really good. That and I remember watching Role Models and thinking that was really funny because I think Role Models is really good. Um, I thought you said you never saw that one. Role Models? No, I saw Role Models. Huh. Well, Paul you Rudd, said you never seen it. Paul Rudd and the 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 guy who and like Jane Lynch are trying to like teach. They're trying to like take care of the two kids, and one has the black kid. He's like really obsessed with girls. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah I've seen. You know what? I don't think I've seen all of it or all the way uh, through. I think I've seen a good chunk of it, but never like the whole. That movie, movie is at really once. funny. You know what? Right now, my favorite comedy is Jojo Rabbit. That's probably sitting up there as my favorite comedy because I fucking fair. love that movie. That was a that was the last comedy I saw that like really resonated with me as a movie, and I just like that's one where like I'm 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 <laughs> fucking laughing just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's some fun. There's some funny aspects. I can't. I, I'm probably gonna put that on our list of movies that we watch. But yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'm gonna watch Rent uh, this weekend with my partner. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I'm very I'm very excited to watch because uh, I. I've, I kept people kept telling me that like rent. I'm like screw it. Like let's find the time and watch rent. Yeah. Actually, from actually from this from this point of view, from when this will release, I'll have already watched rent because yes. we're supposed to watch it over the weekend. You actually have a wedding you're going to, correct? I do have a wedding that I'm going look, to. Look a good you. friend of mine from way back in middle school. Look at you, yeah. I was like, look at you, big man, adult, <laughs> going to a wedding. It's so cool. I got some, I got some exciting stuff coming up. I got the wedding coming up in a couple days, and I got the, uh, I got another wedding in August. Uh, I'm going to Outer Banks in June or July, which keep an eye out for that because I'm thinking about possibly doing the episode while I'm there, and all I'll be doing is drinking. We need, so. we need a, we, you're gonna need like a moderator for that one. Like, Probably. That's why you'll be the sober one. Wait, but I won't be there to control you. It's like, Tyler, can you please take your mic out of your mouth? (laughs) It's going to make for some good content. I'll tell you that. We'll see. We'll we'll see when we get there. Uh, Yeah, uh, me, I'm going to 
Disneyland in August or the whichever one's in Florida because I know I'm I'm the, yeah and, Disney like, the World one, Disney World yeah I'm going to Galaxy's Edge Disneyland that, is California that, that and they're Disney getting World, a, they're getting the Avengers HQ yeah but I'm going to Gal- I'm going to Galaxy's Edge yeah I'm going to Galaxy's dude you Edge. might actually get that you might actually get there when they release the retractable lightsaber. Yeah. We didn't talk about, yeah, that they actually have a full-on actual lightsaber now. Yeah, I was We're, looking at some we, of the schematics on how that thing works. It's very intuitive. So is it like an actual, like, laser that can cut things, or is it just, like, no. light? No. It's going like, to be like any replica lightsaber, except that tube retracts out. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's pretty intuitive, the mechanics inside of it. Oh. It's like a weird pulley system that uh, that only works inside the hilt, but it retracts it out. It's really cool. No, it's funny. I'm gonna like be there, and like the actress who plays Ray is gonna hello, sir. Like, oh, I'm Ray. I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> hi, Ray. <laughs> I can't a, go to. I'm, I can't go I'm to a, guys. I'm a big for the fan. sole purpose that I would probably look at the first order stormtroopers dead in the eye and go, <laughs> clones were better. <laughs> and they'll look you in the eye and like insult you back. Remember that one dude who goes like, if there's a Jedi around, it's not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, they, the, the Galaxy's Edge actors are ruthless, man. Like, they are. They, I, I'm very excited. I, I remember hearing the one story of uh, some people, they went to Galaxy's Edge, and I think I heard, I forgot where I heard this, but like it was a group of them, and there was the Ray was protect, was like acting with some of the stormtroopers, so she hid behind a crate where, where she could still be seen by the audience, but she was hiding from the stormtroopers. And so, you know, they were older people, so they, they got to do the dick thing. It was like, she's over here. Ray's over here. Come arrest her. <laughs> Yeah, and, like they turned around though, and she was like instantly gone. They're like, "Wait, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of my favorite Disneyland stories I heard was that uh, if you go up to any Toy Story characters, they don't do this anymore. But apparently, they used to do this. They had to stop it because it was like uh, it was a problem. But if you go up to the Toy Story characters, you would go, "Andy's coming," and they had to drop to the floor and pretend to be toys. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, they had to stop it because people kept doing it, and yeah, they were like, "We are sense. in costumes, people, please." Stop making yeah. this drop to the floor. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for a while that was that was a thing that Toy Story characters did. That's really cool. I can see you doing that to them like all the time. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't do that. That's a little cruel. My no, thing- no, no, you know who would do that? Our friend on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. One hundred percent. Andy's coming. Drop. <laughs> Mia, I remember. I remember going to the Disney store. Um, a couple years back. Store. It was my first time at the Disney store, and I saw all their plushes lined up, and I saw Lotso, and I was like, there's no way. I was like, I wonder if it smells like strawberry. So I'm walking up to it. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. And I go up, and I grab the plush, and it says on the tag, it's, I smell like strawberries. So I put it up to my, my nose, and I smell it, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> my mind was blown. I'm like, it legit, he legitimately smells like strawberries. That is incredible. See- I want a Breaking Bad style prequel of Lotso. I want like a Goodfellas, <laughs> Godfather style Toy Story. You know, he would be the only character in Toy Story to get that to too. Yeah, yeah, because it makes sense. Lotso's rise to power. Because like Lotso to me is like the most intimidating villain in that freaking series. Oh, he's yeah. just this southern talking bear with a cane who's like, "You ain't gonna leave, son of no." Was it hap? hap- was what's it called? I forget. The, the, whatever the date, like Sunnyland daycare. Yeah, well, it's like, like that he's, Southern he's, Warden from like. Yeah, it's like whoa. The, uh, jail, jail movies, like you know. Come on, Ken. She's just a Bobby doll. There's a million <laughs> of them. I'm like, oh my god. 
Yeah. It's like, and, he had, like, and he's a really messed up villain, the way he, like, emotionally abuses the baby doll. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I remember, like, fucking um, Toy Story has always been a key part of my life. When I was a kid, my mom told me that I used to, well, like, when I first got Toy Story, I would put it in the VCR, watch the entire movie, take it out, or not take it out. I would rewind it all the way back to the beginning and rewatch it. And this would go on for a couple times. See, with me, I ha- I was a different kid. I had so the two movies I did that with. Um, so I am I I I I I so I'm gonna call myself a Disney hipster. My favorite Disney movie that I rewatched all the time as a kid, fucking dinosaur dude, yeah. fucking Aladar as the iguanodon. <laughs> We're trying to move to her. I love that movie. Brandon I was, was a, a huge fan of dinosaur. Yeah, I was a dinosaur freak back then. I would rewind and watch that all the time, man, because it was so freaking cool. I even had a little puppet. Of the of the of the Cartosaurus, the the, the oh horn my god, dinosaur. those things those things were fucking terrifying. Yes, I had that <laughs> puppet of them in hand. Brandon had like, one ah. of those too. I loved it, man. I, that was my favorite. That probably still is my favorite Disney movie. And another movie I did that with too that I remember watching a lot back then was Tarzan because I absolutely loved. I actually Dora just Tarzan. put on the Tarzan soundtrack on on uh, on Sunday just for just because I wanted to hear it. Like, Again, Phil Collins didn't soundtrack. have to go that hard, but he did for us. But yeah, like I was saying, the Toy Story has always been a huge part of my life. Oh, as a no, kid. sorry, another one, Lion King. That's another one I watched a lot too. That is a good one. Toy Story has always been a huge part of my life as a kid, and I went to go see Toy Story 3 in theaters with my mom, and thank God, because we were the only two in the theater, and by the end of it, we were both bawling our eyes out. Like, I I fucking lost my shit. It's insane, isn't it? We're like, they just hold hands and accept the mortality of death as they approach the incinerator. That got me to tear up. What really got me to start crying was when Andy was getting rid of his toys, or giving his toys to Connie. I think her name is. Um, yeah. And I I remember going through the cycle. He went through like a couple of the characters and then he got up to, he got up to ham and then he was like, he's talking about how he's professor Porkchop. I just couldn't hold it in anymore. I immediately, I jolt forward. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was balling dude. See, this was like my it, junior year of high school. You, you went home and just grabbed all your transformers. <laughs> I wasn't collecting them. then. That's oh, the thing. Okay. <laughs> well, would have been would have been what she did at the time, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's the last movie that like genuinely like made me cry? See, I've cried a lot at like superhero movies. Well, not a lot, but like I've cried at two superhero movies that got me. Logan got me when I saw that, and Black Panther yeah. made me cry. Yeah. Because, and I'm trying to think if has any Disney movie affected me. Okay, so this is a weird one. I was a kid at the time. I was I was in middle school at the time when I saw this. But Lilo and Stitch two, Stitch as a glitch. <laughs> Stitch legitimately just dies in the end, <laughs> and I'm a kid, <laughs> like you know, yeah. like oh my god, Stitch just died, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that and SpongeBob SquarePants got the movie got me as a kid too when he dies on the under the sun lamp and you just yell, I'm a just fucking shrivels yeah. up. I'm like oh my god. <laughs> I think we talked about that before, at least the SpongeBob one. It's horrifying. It's it horrifying. Is. It traumatizes you as a kid, man. It does. You know, I had one other movie that I rewatched on repeat, too, but that wasn't a Disney movie. Now, I was probably too young to watch it, but that was the first Jurassic Park. Again, I was a dinosaur freak. I watched the first Jurassic Park a lot when I was a kid. Yo, same here. The I couldn't. I would cover my eyes because I, I was young at the Dilophosaurus scene because it creeped me out. <laughs> it never got me. I hated it because I it was the fact that it had it spat poison and like had like the feathery bits on around its head. It just freaked yeah. me out. I, like, I don't like it. And the the kitchen scene also scared me a lot because that's that that's generally terrifying as an adult too. Like, 
I'm going to rewatch all the Jurassic Park scenes for Dominion. Hey, hey, look, stick. Stick, stupid. <laughs> stick, stick, stupid. Stick. stick. I, that's why I want to play the Telltale game, because it's about a mercenary trying to get that shaving cream can. I have it. I just never played it yet. Oh, I heard it's so good. I really want to play it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, eventually, someday. I, I know it's hard to find now, because it's like not available, but yeah, I know people are like, let me look, let me see, let me know, let's go on Amazon, see what, see what's, if it's on there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, man, look at this trip down memory lane. Yeah, I know, right? Jurassic Park. I remember having Jurassic Park toys that, like, I want. I went looking at like, I had, I had the pterodactyl from three. I had the Spinosaurus from three. I had the T Rex from Lost World. I had the Triceratops from. So three didn't feature a Triceratops, but I did have an a Triceratops action figure. I had two Spinosaurus. I had a small Spinosaurus action figure that, but when you press the button, it made growl. It growl, and I had like a foam rubber Spinosaurus that, like. Looked like more movie accurate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and my T Rex was like my T Rex was like remote control, so like it would walk and roar with my remote control. Because again, I was a huge Jurassic Park freak at the time. Like my yeah. parents just got me all the Jurassic Park stuff. There was one set I wanted because it came with the, ter- the pterodactyl, the babies, and Eric. But I but my parents never got it for me. I was very upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, they're across the river. <laughs> Every time uh, I would reenact the scene, I had a so I also had a Velociraptor, and that one was also from three because it had the feathers on it and it had like the pattern design of three as well. Yeah, yeah, I had those were my Jurassic Park ones, and I had a bunch of just other like generic dinosaur toys that are probably still around here. Uh, and what I did was uh, I would always reenact the scene from Jurassic Park one where the T Rex like bites down and like throws it the raptor into the the skeletons. I thought that was so cool as a kid. That is really cool. Yeah, I I, I had a lot of dinosaurs <laughs> as a kid. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Jurassic Park the game. Someone's selling it. Jurassic Park the game for like eighty bucks. Really? Holy the shit. Game. It's going for like eighty bucks. Jesus Christ, Tyler. How value? How valuable is that? Oh, I don't second. know. I bought it for like fifteen dollars. That's really annoying me because <laughs> I really want to play that game. Is this is this like a scalp or is this someone like officially selling this? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's selling for like eighty six dollars. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Damn it, Tyler! How much you want for that Jurassic Park game, fool? You didn't hear that. <laughs> eighty dollars. <laughs> oh no. Uh, but yeah, anything else you want to talk about? Is honestly, I feel like we talked about quite a bit, been enough that we can. Yeah, we got a good chunk. Here. Made a nice little extra long episode for you guys. Or not extra long, a little bit longer than our usual runtime. It went a little longer because Domino's incompetence made us pause. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... Coming for you, Domino's! It's good that we get a little bit of a longer episode just because we had to take the hiatus. Before before you wrap up, who was the pizza guy who, like, everyone was, like, sussing when he did the pizza? Wait, what? Was there a CEO who, like, I I did something with, like, a hundred pizzas or something? Oh, yeah, that's Papa John. (laughs) <laughs> what happened? What remind me of that story again? I ate seven pizzas in one week. <laughs> <laughs> he got, he he was talking about the new CEO of Papa John saying that he doesn't know pizza like he does. I've I've studied pizza for like my entire life's to- sort of situation, and he started saying that like the day of reckoning is upon us. <laughs> Sweaty mess too there in the interview. I ate seven pizzas in one week, (laughs) or like I ate seven pizzas in four days or some shit. (laughs) So fucking funny. 
<laughs> Did someone allude to that, like, he had sex with the pizzas or something? Yes. Because <laughs> the way he worded it, it alluded to that there was more pizzas that he had that he didn't eat that he did something. What's funny is that he he said that, and then, like, fucking COVID happened, like, a year later, everybody was just like, wow, he was right. Our day of reckoning is here. <laughs> So that man a TikTok too. So what's gonna happen is we banned with Papa John's to lead the salt on the disgusting fortress of Domino's. Your day <laughs> of rec- your day of reckoning has come. I have eaten. I have ordered eighty pizzas within four months, and I've eaten only three of them. Whatever <laughs> happened with the rest, you 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 decide. <laughs> Just know they're no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, those in between and beyond, this has been a great episode of Hot's a Podcast. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Be <laughs> sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter and listen to us wherever podcasts are streamed, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like your face. Oh! Hot to anybody, five, to any. Oh. <laughs> 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 what did that got you? Just a fake high five. To anybody that that's a mom That wasn't a fake high out- five. To anybody that's a mom out there, happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, happy up. Mother's Day. At the time we're recording this, it's coming up in a couple of days, but at the time you'll be listening to us, it'll be it'll be the day after. So happy Mother's Day. We hope you had a good one. And, all to, the, and to all the MILFs out there, sup? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, shit. I just got a cease and desist from Disney. <laughs> did, you just, did you just say you're doing good after I said that? I, I meant to talk No, about I said, thing. no, I just said we got a cease and desist from Disney for all the Disney talk. No, but I was just like, I was adding on to you saying sup, and I said, how you doing? You said, I'm doing good. <laughs> no, I said, oh, shit, Disney's got contact. I tried to make a joke about Disney owning everything and being like a fascist regime, and you just shat all over it. Oh, uh, my bad. All right, well, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Everybody, we hope you have a good day, good night, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. And, uh, yeah, you guys take care. We'll see you in the next episode. Alvita Sen. Goodbye. What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>